Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We live in one of those times where the enemies of the church are showing themselves for what they are. They're not even hiding their hatred for us anymore. The mask is slipping off, revealing a demonic and downright Luciferian motivation for the work of the enemies of the church. That may sound hyperbolic, but right now, in California, state lawmakers have been working on a series of laws designed to essentially cow the church into submission, to strike fear into the hearts of bishops, priests, and anyone who would dare stand in opposition to the evil's work of the elites in that state. A, me- a month ago, I reported on California Bill SB 360, or the Confession Bill, as some called it, where, when it's finally passed, the law would no longer protect the seal of confession under certain vague cases regarding s- clerical sexual abuse. That bill, while on its face unconstitutional, has already passed in the state Senate and will almost certainly pass in the state House before going to a governor who is hostile to the faith for his signature. But it's not the only piece of legislation in the state that is attacking the church and the moral law of God explicitly. There is a new bill in California that promises to strip away religious freedom in California further, even though they say it will have no teeth. And it could only have been proposed during First Deadly Sin Month, which thankfully has finally come to an end. Let's dive into the story because it's the perfect illustration of why elections and demographic change matters. But first, this channel is made possible by the support of the viewers. With YouTube recently moving to demonetize all voices who don't support the agenda of the enemies of the church, your support is needed now more than ever. For as little as $1 a month, you can help keep this channel growing. If you want to support the work of this channel, you can do so by heading over to Subscribestar or Patreon and joining a growing community of viewers like you who take part in patron-only live streams, as well as other perks coming soon that come with support. Options for supporting this channel are in the description of the video. Thanks, and on to the news of the day. The bill in question is something called ACR 99, which is filed as a piece of civil rights legislation, which is laughable as it restricts constitutional rights of the vast majority of the population in order to protect the supposed rights of an extreme minority that represents as at most 3% of the population anywhere in the U.S. But that is the nature of the clown world we live in today, one where your rights and mine must give way to a group whose identity is suspect on its face. The bill would encourage, quote, counselors, pastors, religious workers, educators, and institutions to stop labeling same-sex attraction and what I call gender confusion a sin, saying it's harmful and unethical, end quote. This bill is being pushed by about three dozen lawmakers in the State House of California, and it of course has widespread support among the population that the lawmakers actually listen to. Obviously, they won't listen to Christians or civil libertarians on this, or really any issue under the sun, 
but they will go to great lengths to protect the feelings of those who live unnatural lifestyles that are characterized by sin that only leads to misery and premature death in this life and eternal suffering in the next. In essence, what this bill does is put the state in a position of magisterial authority over what sacred scripture and sacred tradition teach about sexual morality and even so-called sexual identity. No longer will the words of a pope or a bishop or the fathers or sacred scripture have any real authority in the lives of Christians. Now, under ACR 99, real authority on morality comes from the state, from lawmakers in, for now, Sacramento, but surely coming to a state near you if the courts don't intervene. And this is entirely predictable. After all, in this clown world we live in, the perfect citizen of an increasingly degenerate America is a person who lives a sterile life with a disposable income. They are fine consumers who don't resist the evils coming from lawmakers. The only political action the ideal citizen now resists are actions that defend traditional values, the traditional family, national sovereignty, and limited government, values of which these new ideal citizens typically stand in opposition to anyway. Obviously, this bill is horrifyingly unconstitutional, but that doesn't mean much anyway in the America that now tells parents that it is hateful to object to the sexualization of children by mentally ill men, which now happens in the schools and public libraries across America. Lawmakers in California say that they are pushing this bill because of the elevated risk of suicide that exists in these so-called communities. It is well known that the gender-confused have a suicide rate of about 40%, which is a higher rate of attempted suicide than that of Holocaust survivors or Vietnam War veterans. The excuse given by these Baphomet worshippers is that the suicide statistics are as bad as they are because we live in a society that is full of meanie faces who say meanie things like sodomy being a sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance, or that we don't accept the gender ideology claims about gender flu being fluid and that these things are unnatural and sinful. Now, advocates of this bill say that this won't have the force of law, that it's merely the state encouraging churches to stop preaching that part of the gospel that tells people to stop committing sexual sins that scripture unequivocally condemns. They back their claims of the harm caused by preaching from what they call scientific evidence, which isn't scientific at all. They rely on the studies of social scientists, which I can tell you definitively aren't scientific. As a trained social scientist myself, there is nothing scientific about the social sciences, which operate as a sad parody of the natural sciences applied to human behavior. But the claim is basically this, that Protestant ministers and the few Catholic priests who preach from the pulpit about the deadly nature of this lifestyle are causing, with their words, some in those supposed communities to commit suicide. Think about that claim for a moment. That words that these people are not hearing anyway are causing harm which is, a, is absurd as there is almost zero chance that someone living this supposed lifestyle is attending church services in a church community that teaches traditional basic Christian sexual morality. It is a fact that this bill does not ma mandate legal action against a priest or pastor who preaches on the deadly sinful nature of this supposed lifestyle, but this is the first step towards legal suppression of the religious freedom of believers who object to the spread of the cult of Sodom and Gomorrah in the U.S. Nor is this the first attempt at passing a law like this either. In Houston, uh, back in 2014, the mayor, a woman who proudly let everyone know for some reason that she only sleeps with other women, managed to pass a local ordinance that outlawed sermons against the death style of the acronym community. In fact, her law led to the subpoenaing, uh, subpoenaing of five sermons by preachers in that city. 
This ordinance was passed in 2014, and it lasted until 2017, when Governor Greg Abbott signed the Sermon Protection Act into law in Texas, which has a law equally absurd that protected the rights of pastors to preach on whatever topic they chose. I call it absurd because the U.S. still has the First Amendment, which at least in theory protects religious freedom and political speech, and in this, and in this day and age, talking about this topic is both political and religious in nature. Given the precedents in Houston, don't believe these people when they say that the bill in California is harmless, or that they won't be censoring homilies given at your local parish. ACR 99 is the first step towards censorship in a state that has a clear track record of hostility to Christian broadly, but especially to the true Catholic religion. Earlier I said that the state was taking on magisterial authority over the various Christian faiths in California. Here's why. Quoting an excerpt from the bill itself, quote, This measure would call upon all Californians to embrace the individual and social benefits of family and community acceptance upon religious leaders with conviction to counsel on, LG, on acronym matters for a place, from a place of love, compassion, and knowledge of the psychological and other forms of conversion therapy and on the people of California and the institutions of California with great moral influence to model equitable treatment of all people of the state. End quote. And for those of you new to this channel, I actively avoid using the acronym that society has deemed appropriate to use when talking about the people who live this lifestyle characterized by a particular sin that cries out to heaven for vengeance, although I nearly slipped up in this one. That acronym is PROPAGANDA, designed to normalize the abnormal, and I avoid using it whenever possible and I encourage others to as well. Hence why I call it, why I call it the acronym. Now as for the magisterial nature of the bill, here's the authority statement made by the state. Quoting again, Professional associations of mental and physical health recognize that being acronym is part of natural variations that occur in sexual orientation gender identity, and recommend responsive services that foster self-acceptance and skills that cope with social stigma and discrimination. End quote. First, the state equating this with family is an outright evil act, as that so-called lifestyle is an assault on the family and the natural order of creation. But you'll note here that the religious authorities must give way to the favored secular authorities. Those social scientists and others who make up the professional associations of mental and physical health that have little, if any, scientific backing to their claims. Instead, they try the tried-and-true method of repentance and surrender to the will of law and God, of God are attacked, and they are attacked in the name of love. Because remember, people, the only part of the gospel that these people know is judge not, and who am I to judge, and love is love. Two of those which aren't even in the gospel anyway, but they think it is, and they continue to lecture us on it incessantly. But it will not stop there. The case in Houston, where that woman with same-sex attraction used her powers as mayor to push through the real agenda. She overplayed her hand by doing so not in piecemeal, not in the baby steps of tyranny, but in one hammer blow against the rights of Christians to preach the truth about sexual morality. Houston was not an isolated case, nor is ACR 99 going to be the end of this attack in California. Give them time and they'll push it further, and then it'll spread from California. Remember, the ideal citizen is one who lives a lifestyle of sterility, consumption, and death, and they demand it, and that ideal citizen just finished celebrating a month of conquest over our culture in the name of the first deadly sin. Thank you for listening and for your support. Like I said, if you want to support my work, you can do so by choosing an option in the description of this video. Whatever you do, keep praying for the conversion of the enemies of the faith and for the liberation and exaltation of the church. 
I'm Anthony Stein. Viva Cristo Rey.